This is Brand USA Talks Travel, elevating the conversation about international travel to the United States. Here's your host, Mark Lapidus. Ben's Chili Bowl or a hot dog at Nats Park? Well, the good news is you can get a Ben's Chili Bowl hot dog in Nats Park. So all the above. Duke Ellington or Chuck Brown? Duke Ellington. National Gallery of Art or National Archives? National Gallery of Art. Returning to Brand USA Talks Travel today is Elliot Ferguson, President and CEO of Destination DC. He's also Brand USA and USA Travel Board member. Welcome, Elliot. Thank you. Good to be here. Elliot, you've worked at DMOs in Savannah, Atlanta, and DC. How about a few highlights from each position? I learned so much and appreciate each destination for different reasons. You know, Savannah, historic city, similar to D.C., you know, founded by the Europeans in the 1700s and laid out. Unlike D.C., which is laid out by the French, Savannah was laid out by the English, but both beautiful cities with a lot of history. For Savannah, it was my mom's hometown. I literally returned just yesterday from Savannah, and I enjoy going back there now and enjoyed working there in the industry. At the time I entered the industry, it was an interesting period in America, if you will, as you're dealing with racial relations, especially in a Southern city. And I learned a lot being the first black person in a professional role at the convention bureau there. Leaving there, going to Atlanta, spending 10 years there, experiencing the Olympics, coming in as a sales manager, leaving as a vice president, I really grew in my understanding and love of this industry. And then, of course, coming to Washington, D.C. right after 9-11 was a defining moment, not only for me in terms of figuring out what I wanted to do next in my career, but focusing on recovery. I love this city. I've been here for 20 years now. It's amazing how time goes by so quickly, and I feel like it's one of the best cities in the world. You do represent a really cool city, Elliot, the capital of the United States. What's the best part of being CEO at Destination DC? The fact that we can really focus on redefining individuals' perspective on Washington. You know, folks in the DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia, think that everyone wants to come here. And arguably, we're fortunate that people do want to come here, whether we are promoting D.C. or not. But what people don't realize is that the perception of Washington, D.C. globally is tied to politics. Every single movie that's done, you know, some asteroid coming towards the United States and the world coming to an end, the fact that I get to influence other perspectives on Washington as a destination, be it nightlife, theater, sporting events, the food scene, outdoor activities, that really resonates in a positive way with me because when in individuals visit here. The I had no idea DC was is a great opportunity for us to really showcase all that Washington has to offer. I'm sure that a lot of people want a piece of Elliot Ferguson. How do you establish priorities in your business and personal life? Wanting a piece of me, that could be good and bad, (laughs) you know? For me, it's two buckets. What am I passionate about in terms of what impact I'm making in this industry? And then what can I influence in terms of economic development in Washington? In some cases, I'm focusing on anything and everything that allows me to promote the United States and D.C. as a destination or influence young minds. When I leave here, I'm going to Georgetown to talk to a group of students about the hospitality industry and expand their horizons. I am very passionate about that. Actually, that ties in pretty nicely with something I was just about to ask you. How important is continued education for a person who has a career in travel? 
It really depends on the individual. Those that have been in the industry for a long time, and so many have entered the industry without higher education and have done extremely well. And to a certain extent, when we are talking to individuals about this industry, we talk about opportunities at all levels. But let's face it, today you need a higher education. So what we try to focus on as we're talking to students about hospitality is how multidimensional the industry is. You can be an architect, an accountant, and the list goes on and on. And it's more than just working in a restaurant or working in a hotel, even though those are great career paths. The reality for us as an industry is that we are severely misunderstood before the pandemic in terms of how vast the career opportunities are. And of course, during the pandemic, and hopefully at some point the endemic, we're going to be focusing on getting individuals to want to get back into this industry or attract new brighter talent to hospitality. What advice do you have for younger people who want to move up into upper management roles at a city or state DMO? Make sure you truly understand or at least are exposed to as many opportunities as possible that exist in the industry. And that's hard to do because there's so many different career paths. But understand that. You might think you want to be a salesperson, but once you're exposed to marketing, suddenly that's something that you're passionate about. Get as exposed to as much as possible. Make sure that if you're working for a DMO now that you let the leadership know of your interest in cross-training to find out exactly what your passion is and where your talents best fit. I've been biding my time here and saving the hardest question for last. What is one of the major issues that needs a solution in the travel industry? I think right now it's tied to perception of low-paying jobs and or the reality that during the pandemic, this was the industry that was hardest hit. We've got a lot of work to do in terms of getting individuals to understand and become more passionate about this industry because even during the pandemic, this is something that has not happened in over 100 years and it has affected a lot of industries, some of them positively, most negative. And for us, it's a matter of getting individuals to understand, again, how diverse the industry is and how so many people that enter hospitality and in some cases leave come back because it is an amazing industry to be involved in. Thanks so much for taking the time today, Elliot. We hope to get you back for a third episode at some point. Happy to do it. Before we take off, I'd like to let you know about something you may not have heard of. BrandUSA can help your destination create an in-language website targeted at a specific country. We already have the full infrastructure you'll need, so it's extremely cost-effective. Ask your Brand USA rep about a subsite, and they'll give you more information. Thanks for listening to Brand USA Talks Travel. I'm Mark Lapidus. Your feedback is welcome. Email us at podcast at thebrandusa.com or call 202-793-6256. Brand USA Talks Travel is produced by Asher Mirovich, who also composes music and sound. Engineering by Brian Watkins. Please share this podcast with your friends in the travel industry. You may also enjoy many of our archived episodes, which you can find on your favorite podcast platform. Safe travels.